0: Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast. Hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro, coach, author, and blogger. Who's got an ass that's out of this world? Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah. And her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride.
1: Shorty's Log Isolation count, month 13, week 3, day 5 of quarantine. Things are looking pretty grim here in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Feels like we've been on full lockdown for an eternity. And yet, things are not improving in the slightest.
0: In fact, I think they're getting worse.
1: Yeah, in fact, it's almost laughable at this point how our government doesn't even know what the hell to do other than force us all into our homes for the indeterminable future.
0: Well, the sad thing is that if they had just not cared about people's sensitive little feelings from the beginning, and been more strict with restrictions and lockdown measures... From the very beginning, then I don't think we would be in the exact same position over a year later.
1: Yeah, well, as far as I'm concerned, I wish they'd just open everything up again and let all the terrified, paranoid people hide in their homes for as long as they want to, and let the rest of us get on with our freaking lives, and if we end up getting COVID, well, then I guess it's just our problem to deal with. No,
0: because then all of the exhausted hospital staff, then they're the ones who have to take care of your sick ass. If we can just shoot you after you contract it, then fine. But see, the problem with this is that it's the same problem with any problem in our world. It's that stupid people do whatever they want and then responsible people get punished for it.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. But my point is that here we are an entire year later and all these lockdowns clearly aren't doing anything. So should small businesses continue to suffer because of our failed approaches that have not been making any difference whatsoever. That's what I'm saying.
0: The wrong people are being punished, aka the small business owners, the restaurant owners.
1: And the gym goers.
0: But see even that, you were talking about one gym that you go to that isn't monitored and the young guys who go there don't even wear masks and work out in groups.
1: Yeah and I agree with that. That's not cool either.
0: Yeah or the shitheads who have a party or a baby shower. Those people should be fined and like Ten k, not five hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, I will agree with that as well, and cut you off so we could actually introduce this episode properly with our oh hello everyone and welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast.
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm starting to get angry. Let's let's reel this in here.
1: Well, I do think it's good that we started off discussing what the current reality here in Ottawa is, which is in Ontario, here in Canada, eh? That's been hardest hit by the pandemic, eh? Well, it's all them variants. Yeah, and needless to say, I think we're all feeling the negative effects of being stuck at home for an entire fucking year, eh? And being in a constant state of anxiety and fear, and then you turn on the news and literally everything is about COVID or Prince Philip's death.
0: <laughs> Which, oddly enough, was not due to COVID.
1: And who fucking cares about the royal family anymore anyway? Except Meghan Markle's
0: interview with Oprah.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking that. But anyway... Can you tell we're a little, a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Irritable? Aggravated right now, a little aggro. But anyways, back to what we are actually discussing on this podcast, the gist of it, and why it's taken us so long to actually get to the topic is because I'm just trying to paint a picture as to how depressing and stressful life feels for us here in Ontario, and probably for many of you listeners too, based on where you live and how brutal your lockdown situation has been too. And so naturally, when we're feeling like shit about things that we have no control over, it only makes sense that our focus gets shifted away from doing all kinds of healthy, positive measures to what can I do to just get through today? Or what will bring me just a little tiny sliver of joy right now when I am feeling so much fear and anxiety and sadness. And of course, as I talk about on mini-podcasts, we are looking for that dopamine hit. We want comfort. And what better way to get a dopamine hit than feel comforted by eating comforting, delicious foods? Now, I'm not going to go into my big song and dance about this topic because we literally just broke this down on the last episode all about boredom eating. But instead, I wanted this episode to more or less acknowledge that you are right to feel like total utter shit right now, and no wonder you don't have the energy, motivation, or desire to go break a sweat in your living room when the only thing that sounds appealing is your plaid flannel pajama bottoms and the TV remote. And for those of us who were in such a good routine pre-pandemic with scheduling regular sessions at the gym or going to your fave boot camp or yoga class, well, it only makes Makes sense that when your solid routine comes to this unexpected halt, well, yeah, suddenly finding that same kind of motivation to work out at home just isn't there. And whether it's lack of exercise equipment, maybe it's lack of accountability, or maybe it's just a lack of inspiration when it comes to that kind of environment, well, again, you are absolutely allowed to feel this way. You're just trying to cope in whatever way you can. And I really, Want to address this topic because I really want to help all of the struggling people out there. And right now, something near and dear to my own reality is for all the struggling moms out there or parents. I had to gain 30 pounds to house a baby inside my stomach. Then I had to have a C section and try my best to lose that baby weight, then regain my muscular strength post having my belly stretched to shit and cut open and then sewn back up. But the real kicker for me was not all of that stuff, but figuring out how I was going to do this with a brand new baby to take care of who is completely dependent on me and me alone. And so I had to really restructure everything I knew and believed about the best ways to shred body fat and build muscle and instead figure out how the hell can I accomplish these goals or come close to accomplishing with the attitude of, all right, what is the bare minimum that I can do in order to look good, feel good, and still be a good mom, and of course, keep my coaching business afloat? Please let us know. We're all here. <sighs> yeah, I figured this would maybe be something that all of us genuinely want to learn about whether you're a parent or not. Absolutely. Well, here goes then. But first, can I just say, I'm glad we're back in the closet. <laughs>
0: Remind me of that at the end when I can't move.
1: Yeah, but at least we know the audio quality will be crystal clear for all you people listening and want to hear every click of my throat True. true. as I share with you how to do the bare minimum. We
0: suffer for you, people. Well,
1: at least Sarah does, yeah. although it does get hotter than balls in here. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I wrote out some tips and ideas while I was drinking my coffee this morning, and I'll even break it down into exercise ideas versus nutrition hacks. But first, I did want to share a couple of things that I found to be super beneficial for me to embrace my role as a new mom. So a couple things that've been really helpful for me to still feel like my old sexy go-getter fit self whilst embracing mom mode. And the first tip that I'm going to share is kind of aimed at you, Sarah, and probably many others listening. But this is a big one, guys. And That is, you absolutely need to spruce up your stay-at-home quarantine wardrobe. And for the record, I heard on the radio this morning that 18 months into the pandemic, finally, people are starting to get sick of wearing their sweatsuits.
0: Actually, I was just about to say is I think at first, people were so excited. This was like the ultimate fantasy, working in your pajamas, embracing this lack of effort. Mm -hmm. And now we're all just so discouraged. With ourselves, mm-hmm. like I actually, I put on makeup the other day, which I only ever do maybe once a month these days. Oh wow! And the whole day, every time I saw myself, I was like, "Oh, hello."
1: Yeah, and how sad is that? Well, I'll tell you what I did. I actually did this even before COVID decided to ruin our lives, but after I had Harry, I quickly realized whatever I was wearing was always going to be covered in food, spit, diaper cream, breast milk, puke, shit, whatever, (laughs) you name it. And I was always wearing the shittiest clothes possible, but wearing my shittiest clothes also made me feel shitty and frumpy, And so I decided that, okay, I got to be realistic here and realize that I'm not risking ruining good clothes because there's no point to wearing nice shit around the house. But I wanted to establish what my daily MILF attire would be. Not mom attire, my MILF attire. And that, my friends, was, okay, I picked my favorite outfit, which consisted of an ass-flattering pair of 100% cotton leggings and a very, flattering 100% cotton long-sleeved comfy shirt that was flattering on my broad football player shoulders, and then a big old pair of thick cozy socks to top it off. And I genuinely feel cute in this outfit. Comfy, but also cute. And what did I then do? I literally bought three more pairs of those leggings and three more of those shirts in different colors, of course. And now I genuinely feel like a MILF as I hide in my house and get covered in puke and piss. <laughs> and when I walk past the mirror, every single time I'm like, oh damn, look at that perky butt.
0: I'd hit that.
1: Yeah. And I just want to say that too, loungewear can be super cute. And I think it's both hilarious and awesome how every fashion label for the last year plus has been really geared towards loungewear. Like, for instance, I've always loved Aritzia and now they have this giant fleece wear section where you can literally mix and match all kinds of super cute comfy sweat pieces and they come in a million different colors. So obviously I've stocked up on a few cute sets and on the rare occasion that I leave the house, this is my go-to. And again, I'm still being super comfy and embracing the mom life role, but I'm still feeling stylish and cute. And so I think it's a very easy step for all of us to just find whatever that cute hanging at home uniform, for you that flatters your current body and helps you to really feed into your personal style and your identity. And I'm telling you, this one step alone will greatly boost your motivation to take better care of your physical health and fitness because you are a babe and you deserve to feel like a cute little sex kitten and not some frumpy piece of trash. I think this is such a crucial step not only for new moms, but for any of us who are struggling right now, because when your physical health suddenly takes a nosedive and your lifestyle does a 180, you need to do everything possible to feel positive about who you are in this very moment. And wearing clothes that fit well and are comfortable, but also boost your confidence is so key for kickstarting this whole doing the bare minimum regimen that we will get into. And I know we're talking about this for a long time, but it's such an easy one to do and so crucial because you're still getting dressed every day. So, Sarah, I'm looking at you. That means you need to burn quite a few of those diaper-ass-looking flannel-fucking-pants that you live in.
0: But don't you think that maybe some of us just don't care? For example, before my last surgery in February, I went to Walmart and I bought two absolutely hideous outfits for recovery. And the whole purpose of them was to be pants that you could easily pull up without touching the incision So one of these outfits was matching top and bottom in that velour fleece in some sort of denim color. Speaking of hotter than (laughs) balls... <laughs> With silver foil leopard print. Ew. Yes. Now you're probably wondering why would anyone buy that? But the answer was it was on clearance for $8.
1: No kidding.
0: Yeah, shocking. But the whole purpose of this outfit was to just be some baggy piece of shit that I'm wearing to recover from surgery from. If it gets covered in blood or whatever that weird stain is they put on your body, I don't care. It was a size large and the diaper ass was something beyond anything I've ever experienced. One morning a couple weeks ago, I was sporting this repulsive thing, and I had one bag of compost that had to go out to the green bin. I left my house, no jacket, and walked the trash to the curb. When I got in, my husband, who had watched me from the window, said, wow, you going out in that is the bravest thing I've ever seen.
1: And what is the point to telling this story?
0: Well, there was probably a time years ago when I would have put my jacket on or made my husband do it, but I've reached a point in my life where I just don't care. I mean, I wouldn't go out in public like that, but I don't care. And I don't know whether it's good or bad, but it's true.
1: Well, I guess it's both good and bad. Good in the sense that it must be a freeing kind of feeling to not care about judgment (laughs) from others. But then it's bad in the sense that I'm pretty sure while you're rocking that outfit, you're not thinking about how good you feel or how motivated you are to go work out or make some health food to fuel your body but it is
0: entertaining and right now everyone is probably just feeling really bad for my husband
1: yeah I know you've been married forever but I actually want to look good for my boyfriend well,
0: talk to me in 18 years.
1: All right. Well, anyway, again, we've talked about this one for long enough, but I do really want to reiterate that the first step to doing the bare minimum is to find whatever your comfy, cozy, cute house uniform that actually makes you feel confident and cute in. Then buy a couple variations of this look to ensure that you're always feeling cute and confident, even while stuck at home. And I'm Pretty sure your partners will greatly appreciate this effort too. All right. Next up, very minimal effort here, but I would highly suggest if you are wanting to boost your energy and your mindset, a really good thing to do is to diffuse your home with energy boosting, uplifting smells. Things like peppermint essential oil or citrus essential oil are my go-tos. In fact, I recently started making all of my own cleaning products, and I like to add the peppermint oil to my bathroom cleaner and the citrus oil to my multi-purpose cleaner. And I am such a kind, generous, loving sister that I even gifted little Sari with her own cleaning products too.
0: I knew you were going to tell everyone that.
1: (laughs) Well, how do you like them anyway?
0: I was actually thinking the other day that I don't think I ever even thanked you for those.
1: Yeah, yeah. I bought her a whole set of cute little color coordinated cloths and even rolled each one up by hand and put them all into a cute little gift bag.
0: Yeah, I I was actually impressed with all of your color choices for the cloths. Thank and you. and it was nicely put together. Thank you. No, thank you.
1: Okay, and the last tip before we get into the actual workout and food, doing the bare minimum suggestions. Again, very minimal effort involved here, people. But it is so important that despite being on lockdown and socially distancing, you gotta stay in communication with the people in your life who inspire positive, healthy change in you. So whether that means doing a workout over Zoom with your best friend and shout out to Jenny B listening right now because she told me this is something she does with her best friend with the home workout program that I wrote for her and I absolutely love that idea and I want to also give a shout out to one of my own best friends, Emily who is huge into energy readings and crystal therapy. And she has a really cool energy clearing business. And I do plan to have her on the podcast very soon to share some of her tips with everybody on how we can start emitting more positive, healthy energy into our homes. But you really want to make sure that the people you are associating with during lockdown are bringing you up and not down. And I know the pandemic has been rough on mini marriages, but maybe that's shedding some light on something that should have been addressed a long time ago. My point is that when you make some time to stay in contact with your positive light worker friends and family members... Absolutely, it's going to elevate your life and your mindset to get through these tough times and I speak from personal experience when I say that I value the friendships that I have with people like Emily where when we get together and eat healthy vegan food and do a little butt workout and we just have so many good life chats that really do uplift my mood and my life and for the friends in your life who do have a positive effect on your well-being, show them or tell them that they do just that for you. I just sent a vegan cake with a couple other girlfriends to one of our friends who is celebrating her second birthday on lockdown. And then last year, one of my BFFs was living alone in Toronto, which was the city hardest hit by the pandemic. So they basically never got out of lockdown and she had to celebrate her birthday alone. So I had a bouquet of chocolate roses sent to her and it's just little acts of kindness like that. They don't take much effort but they really do help boost those other people's energy and in doing so, boost your good energy and bring good karma to you as well.
0: So does this mean I can expect a vegan cake on my birthday in a couple of weeks or were the cleaning products my birthday gift?
1: Yeah, I forgot your birthday is coming up. (music)
0: Apparently, I could use a cute and comfy MILF sweatsuit.
1: Yeah, do you want one? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Anyway, once you've got your MILF home uniform on and your uplifting, energy-boosting scents filling the air, let us now get into the minimal exercise efforts that are going to help you keep it together until we are finally back to normal life, hopefully sooner than later. But anyways, the first tip is one I actually got from Haley Berry. Halle Berry? Is it Hallie or Haley?
0: I believe she pronounces it Hallie. Yeah, that's what I thought too.
1: Well, I remember reading an interview with her at the start of quarantine last year and she said that she was used to seeing her trainer every day and now she was suddenly at home all day with her kids and she quickly had to figure out how to make time for her exercise but still be there for her kids and every other obligation, just like the rest of us, so she said that she was having success by fitting in little 10-minute long exercise bursts a few times per day, and I loved hearing this because that was basically what I had been doing, again, since Harry was born, so what I've found to work best for me, and listen up, fellow new moms, I put a little bit of exercise equipment in every single main room in my house that I spend a good chunk of time in. So in my living room, I've got some kettlebells in the corner. I've got a bag of resistance bands and ankle weights at my front door for whenever Harry harasses me to let him play in the sandbox out back. I just bought a trampoline that I'm going to set up next weekend in the backyard that can be a fun way I can do my plyo jumps on there while Harry has some fun on it. Then in my bedroom, I've got a treadmill, squat rack, and dumbbells. And so the point I'm making is that if, say, Harry is playing with his toys in the living room or watching that effing blippy idiot, I'll do some kettlebell swings or some goblet squats or whatever little workout I can get in while he's being entertained. Again, we're talking five ten minutes, but something is always better than nothing. No, it's not better to have short bursts of activity throughout the day versus one big targeted exercise session, but uh, as I just said, it's obviously way better than nothing, and most importantly, it's something you can easily find time for because it's only a couple minutes a couple times per day, and the equipment is right there waiting for you, staring you in the face, so don't be a lazy sack of shit, Sarah. Excuse me? Okay, next tip let's say you just cannot find the motivation to bring yourself to work out no matter how hard you try or want to. Or say you're like me and the only time you have to yourself to get a little workout in or a little uninterrupted workout in is at 11 p.m. after you finished your work for the day and are watching the depressing news about Prince Philip's funeral. You really want to maximize whatever output you can give it. So this applies to those little 10-minute bursts that me and Halle Berry are preaching.
0: Or the Arthritis Society. For the record, that's the kind of shit they suggest for people with arthritis. Oh, really? Yeah, short 10-minute bursts. Not with kettlebells, but maybe some walking.
1: Okay, cool. Well, I'm a big fan of compound movements when you only have so much time and energy to give. So that means multi-muscle movements that will give you the biggest bang for your body buck. Last night, for instance, I was doing dumbbell squats with a shoulder press, and even though I only have dumbbells that go up to 20 pounds, it was a killer full-body workout. Such a good way of using core strength with engaging your legs and your shoulders, and I'm telling you, if you have some five pound or 10 pound dumbbells at home, they are heavy enough. Do as many reps as you can of these squats with the shoulder press at the top and your whole body will definitely be feeling them the next day. Obviously, even better if you have heavier dumbbells to keep challenging yourself with every new set um, and then keeping that core tight, super crucial for this exercise, back straight, core tight, weight in your heels. Clean and press is another great exercise size example of this. And if you don't have any equipment at all, you know what? Burpees with a push-up to failure will have a similar effect, plus great cardio will really get your heart rate elevated. And if you're too weak to incorporate the push-up part, then do a jumping jack plus a burpee until failure instead. So no excuses if you say, oh, I don't have workout equipment. You have a body, you can work out. If you do have some equipment, again, deadlifts with an upright row are a great one if you've got a light barbell at home, or you could do these with a kettlebell or a pair of dumbbells. But the key is that you are doing a full body workout in just one swoop of a movement and you're doing it with enough speed and output and intensity that you're actually feeling them. And even just 10 minutes of that one full body exercise is going to help you get through lockdown without feeling like a total lazy sack of shit. (laughs) Oh, and for the moms listening, stroller jogs are a godsend if you have a running stroller and want to get some cardio in. I am a huge fan of jogging to the park with Harry in my running stroller. Then while he plays in the sand, I will do some pull-ups and dips on the play structure or bench step-ups and Bulgarian squats on the picnic table. Again, it's all about fitting these tiny bursts of exercise whenever you can. This episode, I feel like it's getting long. I think it's okay. Okay. The last
0: one was short, so it all evens out.
1: Yeah, good point. We didn't even sing a song last time. Do you know someone called us out on that?
0: I felt bad. I wondered if anybody would say anything.
1: I forgot, but anyway, we should probably take this opportunity to announce the Patreon prize winner. Is it another JOTB goodie bag we're giving out? Yeah, I think we should
0: stick to these until the whole COVID weirdness subsides. Yeah, agreed.
1: All right, well, let's do it then. All right, let's and thank you again, patrons, for sticking it out with us. We hope you like these little swag bags. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now, as Sarah spills all the names <laughs> onto the closet floor. All right, who is the winner? Lenore. Lenore. Okay. Lenore C., I like that name, Lenore. It sounds like a Shakespearean name. I don't see it, but okay. All right. Well, congrats, Lenore. (laughs) And let's finish up with our eating tips for doing the bare minimum to not turn into fat, lazy slobs. And I don't know about you, Sarah, or the fine folks listening, but I fully admit I have definitely been ordering more takeout than ever since being on lockdown do you feel that
0: yeah it's awful
1: yeah and maybe it is because i'm wanting to support all the local struggling restaurants
0: no it isn't you're lying
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay well hey i saw a hilarious post on facebook the other day about this and I am going to find it on my phone right now because it is so worth sharing and it basically sums up what I think all of us are feeling right now. Here goes. I want to be super fit. I do. But I cannot just sit here with potential abs knowing small businesses and restaurants are struggling right now. That is why I cannot cook my own healthy food and I must order another veggie burger today. We are in this together.
0: <laughs> 100% accurate
1: and the perfect segue to my first tip which is you're allowed to order out but you have to make healthy choices
0: well I've definitely failed there but in all honesty why aren't there more healthy options
1: there actually are a lot of healthy vegan options with the whole ordering out okay well aside from Freshy, name three easily. And why are you hating on Freshie anyway? It's so close to your house. Yeah,
0: I love them, but I'm saying other than them, there is none.
1: Okay. Well, how about I prove you dead wrong and I will even choose places that are super close to you. And Sarah does not live that close to me. And the fact that I know of multiple places that are close to her house that have healthy vegan options proves just how people aren't even willing to try to order healthy. So here you go. Number one, Jack Astor's. Awesome, huge, hearty salads that you can easily omit the cheese and add their sweet and spicy tofu option, which is delicious. Number two, Pure Kitchen. Delivers via their own app, has a huge array of healthy vegan options. Number three, Any sushi place has great options, as do any Indian or Thai place. Tons of veggies and tofu and rice options at all of those places. Even Mucho Burrito has a vegan burrito bowl option where you can get salad as the base instead of rice, top it with beans, veggies, guacamole, salsa, delicious. Thai Express has vegan options and get this a cauliflower rice to replace the noodles or white rice on any of their bowls so there are actually a lot of options and that was way more than three and a lot of those are super cheap too.
0: Congratulations.
1: okay good thank you all right next tip I guess my point I want to say is that we like to think there's nothing healthy so we resort to okay just order me the beyond burger with fries from wherever you know xyz you're ordering from but if you want to do your research you will be surprised there are actually some decent healthy options out there so I'm not saying you can't order takeout you can but make it healthy people next tip for those of you if your go-to is ordering pizza No more. Instead, you are going to make healthy mini pizzas at home, and I've become really good at this since having a child. I every single week chop up a ton of bell peppers, mushrooms, onions, zucchini, whatever veggies I have on hand and I set them aside in the fridge and all week long I will use them. I'll throw them into tofu scrambles that I make for myself or I'll put them on top of nachos if I'm feeling like something a little dirty or I make mini pizzas for Harry using little mini whole wheat non breads and I keep those little non breads in the freezer when. Whenever I want a quick meal, pop them out, cover them in tomato sauce, tons of my pre-chopped veggies, fresh basil that I'm growing on uh, my bay window, light sprinkling of vegan cheese. I'll crumble some tofu or add a little veggie pepperoni slices and I'll cook those up in a whole big bunch and they will last Harry and I the whole week. I will eat one too if I'm craving pizza, yep, and I'll have it with a little salad. So it's still a very balanced meal and one that will not leave me feeling guilt or shame. I do love those mini pizzas. Yep, and they're far more healthy and cheap than ordering a giant greasy pizza from the local place that desperately needs the business.
0: (laughs) I'm also starving right now, and everything sounds delicious.
1: Yeah, me too. I am drinking a protein shake right now, but it's just not cutting it. Yeah, that
0: does not sound delicious.
1: All right. Well, let's wrap this episode up. But my last tip I wanted to share is one that I feel like I mention all the time, but it's more of a mindfulness technique. And it basically just means asking yourself, is there a way that I can feel satisfied with my food choices, that I can feel indulged with what I'm eating And not be ridden with guilt or shame. So the two examples that I gave earlier are good examples, I think, of being mindful about ordering out, but keeping it healthy and balanced, or enjoying pizza, but making it at home yourself. And I guess the better question you want to ask yourself is, what are my non-negotiables that I need from food in order to help me get through this quarantine stressful bullshit? And for me, I know that I need my silk vanilla creamer in my coffee every morning. And I'm not willing to go back to almond milk and stevia. I'm sorry. Yes, clients, I tell you to have this almond milk and stevia, but I don't care. I need this creamer in order to survive right now. So for you, how does that look? Maybe it's different, but really think about this. Think about the foods that you've been drawn to during lockdown that make you feel legitimately better. And is there perhaps a healthier option you can replace those salt and vinegar dill pickle chips with? Maybe it's roasted seaweed snack. Mm or popcorn with some sea salt and a little bit of vinegar sprinkled on it. Maybe it's, nope, I need to eat Oreos every night. And if that's your truth, okay, fine, own it. But maybe if that's what you're going for, you can commit to a 10-minute burst of activity either right before or after eating those. Maybe it's replacing a bowl of ice cream with a smoothie bowl. Maybe it's portion control, like Sarah mentioned on the last episode, having one bowl of dill pickle chips Instead of bringing the whole bag with her to the couch. Only you will know what your non-negotiable food rules are. So figure them out and by all means, let us know what they are via the comment section on the show notes for this episode at jackdonthebeanstalk.com. because I do love when you guys leave comments. So keep those coming. All right, I will leave it at that. Sarah, any final thoughts or at least tell us what song we're singing? And it better be a good one to make up for our lack of singing on the last episode.
0: Oh, it's a good one. Not only is it a patron's request, but it's an 80s classic that I happen to love. Hmm. And I also feel like the tone of it even works with the loneliness of the pandemic.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: That song is totally clips of the heart. And this one is for Leslie.
1: Ooh, Leslie knows us well. Excellent choice. Well, thank you then for the lovely songs choices, Leslie, and of course, for supporting the podcast. And for everyone listening, Patreon member or not, seriously, thank you for still sticking by us throughout all the craziness we've been through over the last couple of years. Honestly, guys, if it weren't for all the positive feedback we've received from our listeners, we...
0: The pandemic probably would have killed this podcast.
1: Yeah, I honestly think so too. But yeah, we really do, from the bottom of our hearts, appreciate every single one of you people listening. And Leslie, this song is for you. Why do you keep calling her Leslie? What do you mean? That's her name. Leslie. Leslie? Yeah, How Leslie. do you know? Maybe it is Les. I don't... I've always said Leslie.
0: <laughs> well, and maybe every Leslie hates being called Leslie. It's <laughs> Leslie,
1: like, let us know. Yeah,
0: please. Leslie or Leslie.
1: All right, just sing this it's song. Like when
0: people call me Sarah.
1: Just sing please. <laughs> eyes. Every now and then I fall
0: apart. And I need you now tonight.
1: And I need you more than ever.
0: And if you'll only
1: hold me tight, we'll be holding
0: on forever. And we'll We can take it to the end of the line. Your love is like a shadow on me all of the time. All of the time. time. I don't know what to do. I'm always always in the dark. We're living in a powder keg and give it off sparks. I really need you tonight. Forever's gonna start tonight. Forever's gonna start to. Once
1: upon a time I was falling in love But now I'm only falling apart
0: There's nothing, nothing I can do
1: A total eclipse of the heart <laughs> A total eclipse of the heart Believe it or not, we did not practice that at all. No. We no. just knew yeah. which parts to sing yeah. to have that perfect, beautiful harmony.
0: Yeah. It's, it's in our souls. It really is
1: magical when we sing together, Sarah. Yeah. Like that has got to be something that only a few artists.
0: Yeah. Understand. It's true. It's, it's a gift.
1: It is. Well, we hope you enjoyed that special (laughs) gift. Leslie. (laughs) Leslie. (laughs) That's it for this week. Hope everyone is hanging in there for those of us still on lockdown after what feels like an eternity. Hang in there and just replay this song every time you need to feel like you've got a friend. There's light in your life. Yeah. Ooh, good one. All right. Shorky sisters are out. I love myself today,